Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the show. It's episode 298. What is it? March 18th, 2022? March. April. That's April? what I said. Yeah. Oh, you said March. Yeah, I said March. Screw yeah, that it's, it's, it's SLA weekend. <laughs> Let's bring him on. It's Johnny DeJulius. He's our guest. Already breaking my chops. Johnny, how are you? Fantastic. How are you guys doing? I'm great, man. So I think probably most of our guests know Johnny Russell at Ohio State. Solid career. Hey, I'm sorry. Wait. The... The Johnny DeJulius. No, no, no. The Ohio State. <laughs> See what I did there? The T-O-S-U. The small, small T, big O-S-U. The exactly. Ohio State, Johnny DeJulius. Uh, banana hands, they call him. <laughs> Zeb, I think, phrased that. Uh, but now he's like batshit crazy, and he just jumps off anything. Like That's right. Cars, houses, moving vehicles, bridges, buildings. I'm should. Whatever's high enough. <laughs> so, so I know, like, obviously, I follow you on Instagram, and I know what you do, sorta. Of. <laughs> and I right. know, like, you just at some point, you like, you like, probably thought, "Hey, I want to go skydive," and you didn't think it would like turn into what it is. But so, yeah, tell, me exactly. about your, your, tell me about your first time skydiving, how you got into it, and um, let's just hear about the first experience. Okay, so um, I was eighteen. I've actually. I've never drank alcohol my entire life. I've never partied. Well, I've gone out before like two yeah. parties, but I've never partied per se, right? Yeah. So I've never, I've never drank before. So I remember when I was 18, my dad was like, uh, hey, what do you want to do for your 18th birthday? You know, a lot of kids, I feel like 18, 19, 20, 21, like that's a big, that's fun birthdays, right? You go out, you, you party, you know, you go maybe to a bunch of friends' houses and, and, and pregame. I wasn't going to do that, right? So instead... I was like, what can I do? Like, now that I'm like officially 18, what can I get away with? Uh, oh, I could skydive. Maybe I'll do that, right? So I asked my dad, I was like, let's go tandem skydiving. So July 10th, 2010, right? You know, the date to the, you know, yeah. exact date. Uh, he took me skydiving. He just dropped me off. I went tandem. Tandem means, you know, strapped to uh, this random stranger, right? I'm like sitting on this guy's lap. And then um, I went two more times after that. So I went three tandems total. The same day? And no, no, no. Like over the next like few weeks. Yep. And then someone was like, dude, you're wasting your money. If you like it, take the AFF course, which means solo, take the AFF course and, and jump alone. So I thought about it. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to figure it out. It's like a 25 jump course. I did it. Got my A license. That kind of snowballed into, uh, into base jumping, which not a lot of skydivers do. It's a, it's a very niche community. And then base jumping just kind of snowballed into, you know, wanting to see the whole world and, and doing adventurous stuff. <laughs> so do you know how many jumps you're in skydiving or all? Uh, yeah, or? I mean, I'm, I'm roughly in the, in the five, six hundreds, less than 600, 500s. Is that skydiving or is that including base? That's only skydiving. 
Um, <laughs> it's jumping about about one fifty. Okay, so we're like seven eight fifty, roughly. Yeah, in there somewhere. We'll, we'll hit a thousand. What this year, next year? Not not we. No, right? no, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute. I I slowed skydiving down a lot just because I, I base up so much. So it's way more fun, <laughs> and there's no rules, which is even cooler. Ah. Yeah, there's so, a lot. There's yeah, a lot. So, like, it's your career? Is this what you do for a job? I, I believe. I'd, I'd eventually like it to be. You know, uh, it'd be cool to do some stunt work, you know, obviously, because, you know, okay, so I, I, have a t I can't show because I have a, a, a sleeve on, but I have a tattoo on my arm that says base 2487. So when you do all four objects, not a lot of people realize base is an acronym for building antenna, span, which is bridges, and earth, which is cliffs, right? When you jump all four fixed objects, you get a number. And it's kind of like a, a congratulations moment, like in our small little world, right? But I'm the 2,487th base jumper in the world since 1980. It's a very small community. Wow. And, you know, contrary to what a lot of people think, it's not just as easy as, oh, it worked, it opened, right? There's a lot of skill progression, like anything that, that goes into it. So, you know, it's a small community. I'd like to do some stunt work, you know, having a wrestling background, maybe like a little base jumping. That'd be cool to, to, to be able to do. But yeah, overall, um, I, I, I want to, uh, I have, I have a brand that goes along with base jumping and whatnot. And I want to just inspire people to just to do, to do cool stuff, you know, and, and through that. Okay. What's your brand? It's called No Tomorrow. Boom. That's what I thought. Right I've here. seen it. I've seen yeah. it on you on Instagram. Right. Um, it, it doesn't mean like go, you know, kill yourself, jump off a bridge. <laughs> it's like, uh, more like, um, you know, live in the moment, you know, kind of thing. Just, you know, do, do stuff that makes you feel present. You know who actually uh, likes it a lot is Ridge Lovett. He, he always messages me about how he likes it. That's great. Yeah. I don't know. How, tell me progression from, and I guess you kind of went over it, but like, when does it go from a hobby to like, it's more than a hobby. Maybe it's not well, a yeah, career, but maybe it kind of is. But, your life, so you don't want to, you know, <laughs> you don't want to, <laughs> anything bad to have. So yeah, you got to treat it, treat it like more than a hobby. But no, it's just um, a good way to say it is, okay, you know, there's a kid out there that uh, is questioning if he should wrestle in college, right? Yeah. Maybe he didn't have a greatest high school career, but he loves wrestling. You know, oh, I don't know. People are going to make fun of me if I wrestle in college. You know, if I do this, I, I don't know if I'm good enough. If I could start, if I, if, if, if. And all these ifs are kind of going to his head. The most liberating moment for that kid's life is going to be when he finally decides, you know, sorry, but F yeah. it, right? And then wrestles. I almost slipped up and said the real word. It's okay. F it and like actually wrestles. That's going to be a very free moment, right? Now, the consequences of him doing you know bad the bad side of that jump that he's taking is he gets made fun of that's like the worst thing that could happen maybe you know he gets cut from a team obviously the consequences in our sport are a lot dire right they're a lot worse but that liberating moment of oh my gosh if i jump off this thing i don't know what's going to happen it's the unknown it's 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 so much you know so many what ifs are, are, are in front of me the second you, you, you choose to jump, right. It is a very liberating moment and it's, it's, uh, it's free. It's, it's, it's present. It's, oh my gosh, I, I don't even care about the, what is the people making fun of me that I'm wrestling in college, that I'm doing this, that I'm doing that. Cause you're just there. You know what I mean? So that's, it's more than a hobby. It's, it's, uh, it's a very, it's a very unique thing that it's hard to replicate, you know?
I think that's cool. The, the liberating part aspect that you just described and how it can be. Yeah. Uh, you want to feel it? I'll take you skydiving. I kind of, I mean, yeah, I kind of do. I, at some point. I'll be in I'll, Texas for some clinics in June. June? Let me check my calendar. I'm free. Come on, okay. Let's go, let's go jump out of a plane. You I jump have out a of a plane? Rush? <laughs> what, what, where, where's the closest place to Austin? I know you've been to Austin. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder how far skydive Spaceland is. It's pretty famous in, in Texas. I don't know what city it is in Texas, though. Skydive Spaceland is like renowned. It's huge. We'll get you up in a plane, man. We'll play chicken with the earth. You'll have fun. Chicken with the earth. <laughs> Fentress, Fentress, Texas. I don't know where that is. Caldwell County. Yeah, that's not far. All right, Caldwell Denver County. Court. Where are you going? When are you coming? Do you know the dates? I'm yeah, May 31st through like June 3rd or something like that. Oh, man. Oh, no. No, I, that's, I said, oh, man, because I'll be – because it works it checks yeah. out oh, <laughs> i think uh i think uh i'll be in arizona right before that and i'll be here at the end of, at the end of may and the beginning of june my hands are kind of starting to sweat a little bit <laughs> that's good how's everything going with you though how's how's flow how's you know the season was great that's awesome everything yeah. good yeah things are great flows those moving ahead um so you've been here uh i believe we're in off springdale in this big like warehouse office it's where our studio is you've been I've in the, studio been the old one the old one I went to with you. Yeah, that's where I am right now. This is the Oh, old no one. way. Oh, so shit. we have two okay. spots now. We have the one. Oh, no, 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 no. You did go to the old studio. So now there's an, another place we've had since 2018. And we just moved yeah. out of here and into like a 15th and 16th floors on a like the middle of downtown. So we're like up in the air. You How many jump. floors? Uh, we're on the 15th and 16th. <laughs> there's, there's more above us, but... There's wow. no windows to get outside from our, from our suite, but I'm sure there is a way on the roof. Maybe we'll give yeah, it a try. Yeah, right? um, um, yeah, last time I was in Austin, not last time I was in Austin, I'm sorry, last time I was with you guys, though, yeah. uh, it was me and Palacio in like yeah. 2017. I do remember that. That was right yeah. before we moved out of that other spot, which was like a auto shop converted into a... I liked it, though. It was homey. Yeah, no, it was great. It just wasn't big enough. Cool. You know, the company keeps growing and... You guys have the little taco truck outside. Perfect. Best one of the best taco trucks in Austin. There's another one. <laughs> but there's another one by this one. It's just does it's good, but it's it's not quite the same. It doesn't do the trick. I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yolanda. She doesn't speak English. Like those tacos, para con chorizo, por favor. You know. Yeah. She that was it. pretty good. Yeah, you know, un poquito. That was pretty good. Uh, okay. So first time you told me the first time you went skydiving because you. Becoming a man, you can you want to drink, you don't want to drink, you want to do something, and you decided right. to do that. Which I still, I still, I'm 29 now, right? I, yep. I'm an old man. I still, I'm, I'm proud to say I've never had a sip of alcohol. A lot of people, when I say that, they're like, oh, what, you think you're better than us? And I'm like, no, I think I'm way worse than everybody. That's why I don't drink. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, I am proud to say that, you know, I have never tried it. Don't care if people do. I just know how I would be. So I think it's cool that, that I've never, uh, you know, dabbled with it. When you when you say I just know how I would be, what you're so crazy that you would do? I mean, you do all this Dude, stuff. Dude, I'm sober. like an extremist in everything I do. Like, you know, ah. even in like the car, I can't I can't have like the temperature is 72. It's either blazing hot or like ice cold. You know what I mean? Like nothing's moderate ever. So I just know I'd be out of pocket and just like you know wanting to party all the time. So I just knew myself well enough to know, hey, you know what? Maybe I should probably stay away from it. That's cool. Was that how you yeah. were with wrestling? Is that why you got into wrestling? Because you love something and you just dove headfirst? It's funny. The reason I wrestle is very similar to the reason I don't drink. It's not because of wrestling I don't drink. Oh, side note. 
people look at my Instagram, like you said now, and they go, oh, he's a maniac. He's a skydiver. He's a base jumper. I'm a wrestler first at heart, right? I'm a wrestler through and through. That's, I even have it in my bio. I have base jumper in my bio, second. but above it, the number one thing is it's second. It's wrestler it. first. So that's important. Uh, that's what made me who I am, right? I, obviously. But um, I'm going to get a little deep with you for a second. Is that Let's okay? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, I was 16 years old. I was actually watching the NCAA finals. All right, this I'm, I'm gonna throw you for a deep little little loop right now. Okay. I don't know if we ever talked about this before. I may I we, we maybe have. have, but it's been a while. Um, I was 16 years old. I was actually watching Jay Jaggers beat Chad Mendez. It was 2009, and that was sick. And shout out to Jay. And uh, I got a phone call during the nationals. Unfortunately, that my mom passed away. Right? She uh, she was hit by a car. Long story. Um, alcohol didn't killed her per se, right? But alcohol led her down this path where that ended up, you know, being the result, right? Where she ended up, you know, passing away. So I remember going to school, you know, the next week or maybe two weeks later or whenever I went back to like regular life and like every teacher was like, yo, don't go down a bad path. Don't go down a bad path. And I was like, what are you guys, like, I didn't know at the time that people like mourned by, you know, substance abuse. I didn't understand that. And at this point I had never, I never drank yet. So everybody was like, you know, Hey, you know, make sure you stay on the straight and narrow. So almost as like an F you to everybody. I was like, I'm just never going to do anything. Right. So I never tried anything. And then people started saying, Oh, you will in college. You'll do it in college. And I'm like, no, I won't. So I just, as an F you to them never did in college. And uh, the, the, the short answer is I can say, Oh, I did it because of wrestling, but it's actually because more so my mom, right? Yeah. Fast forward to when I'm uh, when I'm 18, I wanted to skydive. My mom was a very like bright human spirit, right? She was like very like she come in the room, everybody you know wanted to talk to her. Uh, so she went skydiving, and I always remembered like, wow, you know what? I want to do that one day. So when I turned 18, it was kind of always a thing. Like, you know what? I'm gonna try skydiving. So she's kind of you know the the catalyst that that sparked me on uh, two very big character traits that I have, you know, somebody who's never drank and still, uh, I like to think is personable and extroverted and and talks a lot. Yeah. And friendly. And then at the same time, you know, something, you know, parachuting that, that, you know, change a lot of how I live life. Okay. Well, well, thanks for sharing that story. That's yeah. I don't, I didn't, we had never talked about that before, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Um, so I, I, so you, but back tomorrow, you, you told me about the first time you skydived. When was the first time you base jumped? So yeah, first time base was uh, New River Gorge in West Virginia. Shout out to Kyle Bracky. Uh, New River <laughs> Gorge. <laughs> uh, dude, what's is he? Was he at WVU right now? Right? Yeah, WVU. You think he's director? He's of killing Ops. it. Yeah, I love that dude. He's awesome. Um, I was at New River like 2018 or something like that. But that's also a very high bridge. It's not a skydive, but in base jumping, 876 feet is huge. It is a lot of time. Uh, and a bridge is a very forgiving object, if that makes sense. Uh, an off heading means if my parachute opens and I'm facing this direction, but I have an off heading, so I turn left, turn right, or I have a 180, you know what I mean? There's the whole other side of the bridge you don't really have to worry about. You don't have that luxury on a building or a cliff, as you saw from that <laughs> cliff video, right? <laughs> you don't have that. So if you have you know, a 180 on, on a, a gnarlier quote-unquote object right that's uh it's not going to be a fun day but yeah i went in like 2018 
did the bridge. I actually did the bridge like two or three times that day and then went a whole year to the next, it's called bridge day. It's an event to the next bridge day. I didn't jump again. So my first, like that was the first base jump by definition, but my first real base jump, I remember it was maybe like 2019. Uh, it was 2018. It was before Harvard. It was 2018. I was training at Ohio State still. I was wrestling at Ohio State. Tom hated this stuff, man. Of course. <laughs> Let's go Especially when I took his son skydiving. I took Kyle, took Kyle Snyder skydiving like three weeks before the Olympics. <laughs> it was like, yeah, Tom hated it. Jesus. Um, <laughs> dude, Kyle like called me. He was like, yo, man, what are you doing today? And I'm like, I'm at the drop zone right now. He's like, sick, send the location. And I was like, all right, I mean, free will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, but uh, no, um, 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 it was 2018, and my buddy found this antenna, cell phone tower. It was like 400 feet, and I'm not, you know, incriminating myself. We maybe jumped it, right? Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah, what was. he was like, he was like, hey man, let's go, let's go do this. I've never done a uh, cell phone tower before, right? That was like my first urban thing. There's a lot of variables that go into it. There's, you know, you feel like a big kid playing ding dong ditch. Cause it's technically like, you're not supposed to be here. Right. Like that whole thing. So there was the sneaking element. There was the, you know, you're adopted into this kind of like secret society of, uh, Hey, don't, don't show or tell anybody this. I'm on a podcast right now talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, you know, that, that was a very, unique experience. And then you climb this huge ass structure and then you lunge yourself off. It. You know, it's a very, very cool experience. It was at night. I remember there was like fog, uh, below where I climbed to. So I couldn't even see it. It was like super spooky. And, uh, that was like my first real base jump. And I was petrified. It was like a slow motion moment. It was like, as I jump, it was surreal. I like, didn't even know it was really happening. It was sensory freaking overload. Almost like, um, you're about to make a walk to a wrestling. Wrestling is such a great metaphor for so many things, right? Like I don't care. The hardest things I've done. I've swam with sharks. I've, I've climbed mountains. I've base jumped. I've, I've winged you. I've done the scariest things in the world. There's nothing harder than seven minutes in the big 10. And I will stick to that. You know what I mean? That is, that is something I'll die with. Man. I thought I, I was just going to say, are, are you ever scared? And you said like, once you jumped, you were scared. Have you ever ha been like, ah, I don't know if I, uh, in a plane. Ask, ask or it's cool. What? Ask anything. If you're holding yeah. back the questions. Ask have you, me. have you ever been afraid? I die moment. Well, I've ever been like, uh, maybe I don't want to do this. Like, yeah, but you're at the top. I've walked, or off objects. I've walked down objects before. Um, like what? Which in the basement, it's, it's cool. You know, like we were in Panama, me and my buddies. And we were climbing like this 70, it was an under construction building. Uh, construction buildings are the easiest access, right? You know, you, it's hard to get access to a uh, holiday inn in downtown wherever. And, you know, it's just, it's just hard too. Uh, construction <laughs> buildings are easy access, right? And we're climbing the stairs of like the 70 foot building. And I just didn't feel the vibe. It wasn't bad weather, right? It wasn't like super high winds, pretty good weather. It was uh, an object that I probably could have successfully jumped, but I was, I was nervous. I was scared, you know? And I looked at my buddies and I just said, Hey guys, I don't feel it today. Uh, and, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get it next time. And I just walked down and, you know, in base jumping, you know, if, if that happened in cliff jumping where people jump off cliffs into the water, right? Your buddies will call your names. Oh, you wimp. You should have done yeah. it. Da, da, da. In base jumping, it's almost like an unspoken rule. You don't do that. You look at the person, you say, Hey, good job. 
Good job doing that. You know, it's better to wish you jumped than wish you didn't. I respect it. They kept going up. They jumped. They landed fine. I walked down. It just is what it is. The building's not going anywhere. You know, live to jump another day. That, that's, you know, the thought. But, um, dude, the word fear, I wrestlers piss me off with that word. You know, I hate when, you know, not just wrestlers, everybody acts like they're fearless. Fear, you're, you're not fearless. No, that, that's not a thing. If you're fearless, you're an idiot. You're naive, right? You, you, you don't understand the consequences of what could actually happen here or you're a freaking liar, right? I've done the scariest things in the world and I'm overwhelmed with fear sometimes. It just is what it is. The true like badass isn't the person who is fearless. You're not a badass if you're fearless. You have no fear. The true badass is like the person who is overwhelmed with fear. Oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. And still like steps forward anyways. He like overcomes it. That's like a bad dude. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I feel about that word. Like, like fearless. I, I really don't like it. I also don't like when people say fear is fake. It's not fake. It's innate in every single species on the planet. They have an innate natural survival instinct. Hey, this is scary. Go the other direction, right? So I don't think it's fake. I think people can play things up in their head and psych themselves out. That might be fake, that element to it. The actual feeling of fear is it could be your friend. It could, it, it could show you some really cool uh, emotions that you've never even tapped into before, you know? Have you gotten to that point where you felt emotions you never felt before? Oh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> It's like, it's, you have that wrestling though. You know, I, I've been, I remember this one time I, uh, <laughs> Big Tens was at Ohio State, right? Yeah. And um, I'm sorry, it was at the small D, yeah, the Ohio State. And I remember we were tied with Iowa, right? And I had Corey Clark uh, in the third and fourth place match. Um, so I hate that kid, by the way. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> Uh, I had to wrestle him and we were tired with Iowa. It was like back and forth all weekend, right? You know, yeah. um, Ohio State's winning and then boom, I was winning and we were just going back and forth. Hunter Stever comes out of nowhere with broken elbows and he freaking, he's, he wrestles and he wins and, you know, we take the lead again. And long story short, we're tied on day two and it's the finals, final session. Right. Yeah. And I, I just, am, I'm in my head. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is bigger than just me winning right now. I beat Corey during the year, uh, at the dual meet, you know, he beat me the first day at big tens in the quarterfinals. Like, oh, this is crazy. And every, what if, you know, happens pre-match once you start wrestling and you're in flow, you don't have those anymore. Right. Yeah. The misery is pre-match. So it's like, it's like, you know, uh, am I going to win? Oh, who's here? Who's watching? All these uncontrollables that you probably have to train your mind not to think about. Sometimes you, you succumb victim to, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm warming up and I'm like calming myself down a little bit. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out there, you know, just boom, win the hand fight right away. And I'm thinking about all these things. And uh, there's, you know, X amount of people there, right? Going crazy. There's 15,000. I don't know how many people fit in St. John's Arena, but it was sold out. 15,000 people. And I feel, uh, I feel someone smack me on my butt. Hey, good luck. Like, oh, is it Tom Ryan? Is it Jay Jaggers? Is it one of my coaches? And I turn around and it's Urban Meyer. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, he's the head football coach at Ohio State. He's like, he's a big deal at Ohio. Yeah. You know? So I remember turning around, I'm like, okay, this is wild. And he's like, hey, hey, 
we need you. And I'm like, you oh, don't God. know anything about wrestling. What are you talking about? Stop this. Stop. <laughs> I know this. Yeah, I know. I know you need me. I need me. Like, what are you talking about? And uh, yeah, it was cool. You know, went out and, you know, you wrestle and guess what? It's, it's not life or death. <laughs> you know, it's a, yeah. it's a wrestling match. And, you know, whether you win or lose, you need put it on the line, try to, try to, try to win and uh, live to wrestle another day. That's how it goes. Yep. People okay. Still, people still love you after you lose. You know that people still love you after you lose. Did you what? Did you lose? Is that why you're saying that? <laughs> I, ended, I ended up losing. I, I I will say though, because like I said, I, I that was like one of my that was like one of my rivals. My last match with him, I did win. So I lost that one, but I got the last one. Where, where was the last one? A duel meet the US next year Open. or U.S. Open? Okay. Okay. You had some good U.S. Opens. I think you beat Jason. Did you pin Jason Ness at the U.S. Open? I didn't pin Jason Ness. You beat him uh, that, to me, was an I was, I was losing like 4 1, 5 1. And yeah. uh, you remember my dump that I used to hit my barrel? Yeah, of course. Sometimes people, if, so if I pull this arm, sometimes people roll across their back and they just give up the, the uh, exposure. But yeah. sometimes people roll back into the arm to not give up back exposure, right? And Which gives me a trap arm yeah. every single time. And <laughs> I loved when people did that. So, yeah, I got a trap arm off him. And, you know, it was, it's so, I freaking love freestyle. It's the best. You know, That's one. Cool. One little sprint puts you right back in it. It's in, in folk style. If I'm winning six, one, seven, one, um, I'm extremely uncomfortable, right? Like my body is, is, is going into like that. Oh my gosh. I don't want to be here. Fight or flight state. Yep. But I'm not like super stressed, right? Like the, 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 the score doesn't stress me out because you almost do the math game. Oh, you'd have to do take down, let them up, take down, let them up six, seven times yeah. in order to beat me right? It's not the end of the world. Freestyle, it's, it's constantly, you have to have your head on. You have to be ready to go. And I like that. I think it's better, right? There's some aspects that are better in folk style. I like freestyle more, but I love that you can't let your guard down in freestyle. One sprint could put somebody back in the match. And that's super exciting. That's super exciting. I think it's super fan friendly too. I did too. And it, it, it's, it's freestyle season. I'm excited. The US Open's right around the yeah, corner. World Team Trials, Final X. World championships, you got ranking series mixed in between, and, and it's just like, it's it's good. I, I love the vibe of freestyle tournaments, and like you said, the, it's never over. Unless it's a tech, you, anybody never can over. come back. But people people misconstrue that with uh, the lesser guy can win. I, I don't think that's the, the truth either. I think the better guy can wrestle all six minutes, right? The yeah. be better guy is going to put more moves out there in a six-minute window. Um, but just because points, you know, can can – happen i don't want to say easier that, that, that that's a weird word right Faster, um yeah. i don't think that means the, the 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 lesser guy can sneak one sometimes does that happen yeah that's happened i've seen it happen in, in a million different sports not just yeah. wrestling not just freestyle wrestling but uh i think traditionally the better guy puts out the better product and comes out on top mo majority of the time that's just that's just what i think happens you know agreed agreed um okay we only got about t eight, eight minutes left um, oh man, I can talk to you all day. I know we're gonna have to have you back on, but I wanna I wanna pull up this video, the one where I'm like, oh my god, Johnny broke his his leg. Johnny's leg snapped in half. Um, I walked away from it pretty good. Um, Mike told me actually, Mike's like J Johnny broke his leg and he posted the freaking video. I'm like, what? Oh, I gotta Jesus. watch this. Okay, so <laughs> we'll, where is this? Uh, undisclosed location. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, um, it's the United States. Yeah. Oh, God.
What happened? Yeah, I'm fighting what, what, off the wall. So, so right, we'll talk about it. I'm fighting off the wall right now. I'm kicking, kicking, kicking. And I turn, I look up, and you'll see my parachute. You'll see a, a glance at it, right? Yeah. And then you'll see it again right here. It's all shredded, right? You have seven cells on a canopy, and only two of them are fully inflated right now. So I can't fly out of this talus, and I hit this chimney spire, right? And smack, bang, whap. I got hung up there for about an hour. So you trying to get caught pretty- on it? Like you try to get caught on something? I didn't try to. It was, uh, I guess, you know, you don't really want to say the word lucky on that jump. But, yeah, that was lucky that I got hung up because, you know, if, if it didn't get hung up, I would have kept hitting that cliff the whole way the next 50 feet till I hit the ground, right? So, Like, was this, was um, this like, if I don't get hung up on something, I'm going to die? Uh, a guy died that way about a week later um, in another country. There was a cliff that was positive. Positive means, like, it's not super sheer like this. It's slightly positive, you know, yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. And, uh, Angle. you know, separate, we have a term separation is life. So when I jump off something, your push, right? Your push is everything. If you could take a runner, like I just did and get super separation, that's even better. Right? So as you, as you open, a lot of people look at base jumping and they go, Oh, his parachute open. He's good. Right? It's not <laughs> a lottery ticket. It's not like luck of the draw. That's not how it works. We expect knock on wood, the gear to work. That's, that's not the, the fear. The fear is what happens after pop, pop, boom, my, my parachute's open. That's, that's what, what, when, when the, the gnarliness kind of comes in, where am I, where am I flying to? Are there trees? Are there rocks? You know, am I, am I on heading or am I facing the cliff? Like I did, you know, which could be pack related issues, wind related body position. If my shoulders are off center, as that thing comes off my back, boom, it can snap me around, you know, subterminal things when you're not going 120 miles an hour yet, uh, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of room for air. And, uh, you know, are there power lines, right? Are there, what, what is, are we in an urban setting? Is it nighttime? Cause I'm trying to avoid security, right? Like there's so many things that go into it. Um, that it's very, it's very, you know, margin for error is very small. Uh, and I'm saying this and people are probably listening, like, why does he do it? Right. <laughs> like I said, that liberating moment, that free moment is, is, uh, it's unique. And, um, just like anything, why would you play golf? Right. There's progression. Anything that has progression is very addictive. That's how I feel about wrestling. People, people get nervous, not nervous. People dislike uh, the feelings before matches. Ooh, this guy's good. And sometimes we'll get to a point where we don't want to wrestle because we don't want to lose, right? Like people, people get to that point so much. Kids, I see it a lot. They, they care about winning and losing so much. Um, they forget that the addicting part is the challenge, Right. You have to want to win. I'm sorry. You have to want to compete more than you want to win. Same thing with base jumping. You know, there is progression and growth. You know, you don't just start out as a black belt and I'm not a black belt by any means. I'm, I'm nowhere near these guys that I jump with are, are, are the best in the world. Right. Um, but you don't start off like that. You work your way up. You know, you're, you're in, in grade school wrestling. Then you get to junior high. Then you're maybe in high school, but you, you qualify for states. But then you're in high school and you, you qualify the next year and you place. Then you win it. Now you're wrestling in college. And it's, 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 a, it's progression like anything, which makes it exciting. Are you a grade school, middle school, high school, college level wrestler base jumper? Yeah. I'm a grade school one, man. Really? <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, you know, I've done some technical things. Uh, like the car base, like you said, that that was pretty technical. Jumping off that car, there's a lot of like math that goes into it. Like, I'm gonna hit you with a big word, right? This is this is where I coached at Harvard comes in. <laughs> uh, inertia, like you know, just moving yeah. on a vehicle. 
obviously if I jump, I don't just fall straight. Like I'm going to be moving the same speed that vehicle was moving. So that window that I have to jump, you, know, you want to time it up. So you open your parachute in the middle of the, the Canyon, you know, so you're not yeah. too close to the edge. There's like a whole thing that goes into it. Right. So that that's fun. The logistical side is, is very fun for me, you know, very fun, but yeah, I'm a grade school uh, wrestler, bro. <laughs> okay. You think you, that video we just watched, you bang yeah. the side of the cliff, your leg, it looks like it was broken. I guess it wasn't. I walked you, away fine. Yeah. How did you get down? You said I hung up there for an hour. Uh, I had a base jumper buddy hike up, took him like an hour. Um, I ungeared and like, kind of just, you know, Alex Honnold on the wall for a minute. And, uh, I don't know if you know, Alex Honnold, he was the yeah. free solo guy in the, in the oh, documentary. Sure, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just hung to the wall. He comes up, there was no rescue or anything needed, but he like kind of coached me down verbally. And, uh, yeah, that was super, super spooky coming down off that thing. Cause at the end I just kind of did a little victory jump, you know, to get off it, like, you know, 10, five feet over in the air. Was was that scary? Was any part like uh did, oh, yeah, did, did you know like, they did you knew did you know they saw you? Were you curious if they knew what happened? I had I fortunately had service. So I called right away and I'm like, yeah. dude, and they're like, dude, are you good? And you know, I'm okay. And uh had a wall strike, that's what it's called, the object strike. I had a wall strike, double wall strike, and uh, you know, fought off it, turned out, couldn't fly out of the talus just because my parachute was shredded, so I couldn't really get, you know, any forward movement at all uh, or, or or this is called toggles you have two toggles yeah. right here and i couldn't steer because I, I was scared my canopy was just gonna rip you know if i yanked one side i, I didn't know everything was shredded so um yeah I, I called them they were they were stoked i was good hiked up i was kind of in like a you know weird accessible place you know it's it's you're supposed <laughs> oh, to God. fly out off that part but i lost yeah. so much altitude fighting the wall that i got hung up in there right it was it was a very technical area but uh yeah got out and uh i was brutally sore the next day i felt like i just you know wrestled five matches but yeah. i was good i wrestled a wall you know yeah. not, not nobody from you know penn state it was just a wall <laughs> man all right i i i do this sucks because this, this is awesome conversation but we only have so much time in the studio and i had I had a dentist appointment this morning so we had to get a little yeah, bit hey, of you look good. You look hey good. thank you thanks oh, i'm glad you said that um we got a couple things we didn't Whoa, get, to you, get look, to. You, you know uh you look like a base just skydiver, Johnny Utah. You look freaking hey, good, Hey, Johnny Utah. I like that name. We're going to go with it. You ever see Point Break? Uh, it's been a long time. But Come yeah. on, man. Go back to the 90s. Go see Patrick Swayze. All right. I'm game. Um, Johnny, we'll have you on again because this was just wasn't enough time. I got I got so many questions. Kyle's got so We didn't even let Kyle speak. But um, but um, Kyle, you got one question. We got less than a minute. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he was just like the the engineer. He's, he... <laughs> got any questions for him? No. Uh, yeah, just I won't get to my, uh, yeah. my sweated out questions. But is there anything that would people would be surprised about that you are fearful of, like public speaking or something that most uh, people? Would... I won't think I it's like public speaking. speaking. I actually, re <laughs> yeah, I really like speaking. <laughs> speaking is cool. Uh, my dad's actually a speaker. Um, something that fearful of. Um, dude, I've traveled all over the world, right? I've been to probably 40 yeah. plus countries and I am terrified of trying new food. I won't eat seafood. I like, I'll be like in the Philippines and I'll get like Subway. I'm such a baby. Like I'm such a baby and I hate it. And I hate that I'm like that. I wish I could branch out. But if somebody puts like something new in front of me, 
I'm, I like get sick. I'm like, I will not try this. So I'm like terrified of trying new food. As much as I love new experiences, new food freaking freaks me out. And you know what else? Cliff diving into water. That is a scary thing. It's super scary. Who's this guy? What do you mean cliff diving? Listen, man, I, I'm not scared to like die on cliff diving. I'm scared to smack my face on water okay. and have red, you know. <laughs> no, no, we don't got to mark up that pretty, that pretty mug of yours. So, hey, you know, I got these cow fires already. I can't do anything else new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Johnny. Well, man, let, let's do it. Let's, let's bring you back again. We have these, we got these shows three days a week. So there's 52 weeks hey. in a year. Lots of opportunities. Appreciate you sharing your stories. Um, and, and the analogies were awesome. Your energy is unmatched. Thanks so much for joining us, folks, for Johnny DeJulius and Kyle Klingman. I'm Mark Bader. We'll see you next time. Adios. Appreciate you. Thanks. See ya. Yeah, bye-bye.